Hey guys, what's up? What's poppin'? Howdy, how's it hangin'? What's going down? What's up? It's me, your girl, Hannah Williams, here talking to you right now as it goes. <laughs> that's that's the dealio. Um, yeah, welcome to episode 10 of Hannahgrams. What is up? I hope that you're great because I'm doing great. And I have lots of exciting, like, fun things to tell you guys that maybe you'll like, maybe you won't. I don't know. It's to be determined. Okay, so I tried to move to a different spot. Like, that would lessen the beeping noise, and I am so sorry. I feel like it's not working. So maybe if I talk obnoxiously loud, like, you won't hear it. And it'll just be me very loud and in your face about this. I don't know. I don't. I've tried everything, but they just like to beep. I don't understand. Um, still working on it, though. You know, because I want you guys to. Oh my gosh, my voice cracked. I want you guys to enjoy listening to my podcast. And if it keeps beeping, like I feel like probably not, because I would be annoyed at this point. You know, uh, but. Sometimes that's how these these things go. But I do, like, I don't know. I just want to keep making episodes, whether or not you guys, like, actually dig it, you know? So that's kind of where we are right now. But I have lots of kind of super fun, exciting things to tell you all. Um, so I'll start with this. Oh my gosh, I feel like it's really annoying. I'm sorry. I notice it now. <laughs> and it's so unfortunate. I tried to move to try to like muffle the sound a bit. And it's just like not having it, which is quite unfortunate. I'm trying to like put a pillow there. No, okay, that's not going to work. Because my microphone... What? What is it picking up so much noise for? <laughs> like, I just need it to hear my voice. Anyway, I digress. Welcome to Hanagrams. Yay! The show where I talk and there's that annoying beeping in the background, but we're just going to try to ignore it. Yay! Because that's fun. Anyway, so I had a debate tournament. <clears throat> my voice, oh my gosh. At a debate tournament this past weekend. Super fun time. I did informative speaking, which is always a party because I get to make a speech and I get to have visual aids, which are like posters. And other people do like cute little things where they have like boxes and models and stuff like that. And it's really, really a fun event. I actually really enjoy it. And I usually do original oratory, which like I will do. I just haven't been like competing in it yet. But I went to go watch a round of people doing that, and I was like, whoa, this is weird. Like, where are people's visual aids? Like, they're just standing up there talking to me, even though that was literally my life for the past, like, three years of just talking to people without visual aids. And now I'm just like, whoa, odd. But I do. I thoroughly enjoy both events. My topic for it for, I'm so tired today. I don't know what's up. I'm yawning. My bad. Um, anyway, my topic for informative is about framing the news, and I will let you guys know about my oratory topic later. Whenever it's done, I've actually like competed with it and am doing really awesome, and then I will reveal the big secret, the big reveal, which is super fun. Anyway, so how's the debate tournaments work? You Well, how this like, TFA forensics or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. 
I think TFA because it's like Texas forensics, you know. Um, so in order to compete in state, you need to get a certain amount of state points, and you get that whenever you compete. So generally, it's if you make it to finals, you get points for uh, whatever like position. So like first place gets more points than last place, obviously. So I got third place, woo! So I got three more state points, which was which was pretty dang rad because I do indeed want to go to state. So now I have six, six out of 12 that I need, which is pretty cool. So I'm halfway there, halfway to El Paso, which is where state will be because I live in Texas. I also want to go to nationals, but that's like a whole different thing. But it's gonna be really fun. I'm actually doing like really well this season, which is great, we're thriving. So originally, there was only like 12 people in my, um, what's it called, event. I, can, I cannot remember the word, oh my goodness. It's not like I do it all the time. My event, there were only like 12 people. So we're going to have two rounds of prelims and then semis and then finals. But we actually only did two rounds of prelims and then straight to finals, which is pretty cool. And I made it. Yay. Then I got third place. Yay. Which was pretty cool. So it was a good tournament all in all. We also had a couple other people from my school competing because last year, a lot of the times, so it was just me which was unfortunate, but now like, yeah, I have like debate friends that I can be like, oh, I'm gonna go see my team instead of be like, no, nobody's here, which is really fun um, switch. Oh, also funny story, there was like a fire drill and it was insane. This school was like super high tech, like I don't even know, they had four floors and so we were walking upstairs and I saw one of my friends from another debate team. So I was like, hey. And then the other two people on my team, they like walked through the doors. And then all of a sudden, like over the loudspeakers, it's like, don't use the elevators. And we were like, what? And then the doors start closing, like automatically. And we were like, what? And so um, I looked like my other two team members were like on the other side of the door than we were on. And we were like, oh my goodness. So finally they come out, like I thought the doors would lock, but apparently, like they didn't, thank goodness. So they were able to like come back to where we were. And we go down the stairs and like one of those dividing gates, <laughs> like I don't know what they're called, but like they divide like sections of the schools. So I don't know, probably they're like the most associated spot that you like you might have encountered them. Or maybe like the athletics or like gym hallway or whatever, like they have that like gates or whatever to kind of like, stop people from leaving the area or going like areas where they're not supposed to be and stuff like that anyways so they like they all start closing automatically and they're like ah and this lady was because we we're at the top of the stairs she's like you're not gonna make it like you need to go out those other doors so we ran out the other doors and then like we're standing out there for kind of a while like it was crazy because um we had to make sure everybody like evacuated but i think it was fine i think it was just like some band kids or something they had like a fog machine a smoke machine I don't know and I set off the detec the detectors because they had um like that day it was like the school's like pep rally I don't think it was their homecoming I think it was their like the week before their homecoming but they were like extra festive about it and they had like a pep rally and then they had like a super big football game that night too so I think the band was trying to go like all out or something I don't really know but I don't know it's kind of crazy we were like wow that's insane Anyway, yeah, so that was kind of the most exciting thing. I also went to work on Sunday, 
which was cool. Had a good old time there, I suppose. But anyway, so that was kind of like the more recent stuff. And now I'm going to actually talk about something that I'm really excited about, which is basically college applications. And maybe I will go to school, which is crazy. Like, I, you know, like it's become a lot more real now. As like things start happening, like the prospect of actually going to college is like, wow, like it's happening, you know? So let me give you kind of a breakdown of what's been going on. So last week, I found out that I got accepted into QuestBridge. I feel like my voice is really weird right now, and I'm so sorry. But anyway, I got accepted into QuestBridge, which is pretty cool. But you, the listener, might be like, what? Well, I guess accepted into QuestBridge is not the right like terminology to use. I'm a QuestBridge National College Match finalist, and I've just been calling it accepted to QuestBridge because that's like how it makes sense to me in my head. But I'll kind of explain this process because I think it's super helpful for people to kind of know what's going on. And like, I don't know, I just like to keep you guys updated with what I'm doing and if maybe this is something you're interested in doing in the future for your college application. So anyway, so the program is called QuestBridge and they have two separate programs. They have the College Prep Scholars, which are for juniors. I believe you apply, I don't know, like, summer before junior year or maybe like the end of junior year or something I don't remember I didn't get accepted RIP but look at me now anyway so let me back up because I don't know a lot about the college prep scholars program because I wasn't involved in it but QuestBridge in itself is this organization that has these college partners and they're like top universities I believe they're all American universities I don't think there's any like foreign um universities anyway i digress but they're kind of like the top schools most of the ivy leagues are partnered with them and then like mit stanford duke like just like very like obnoxious (laughs) not obnoxious oh my gosh oh no that was like not the right word to use i guess like prestigious like stereotypically prestigious schools like like you know the schools Um, And they have a lot of awesome liberal arts schools. Pomona is one of their partners. What, what? Which is actually how I found out about Pomona was when I was looking through the QuestBridge College Partners to kind of see what they had going on there. So anyway, I, I will not recite the full list to you, but I promise if you Google it, you will find it. If you just Google QuestBridge and click their webpage and then click College Partners, you will find college partners that they have. So anyway, so the deal with these college partners is that they will, okay, hang on, let me back up some more. So yeah, I feel like I'm jumping all over the place with my explanation of this. Anyway, so the college, the national college match or whatever. So you apply, which is what I did, obviously. And that application also becomes your college application, which is like, so it's a two-step process, basically. First, you become a finalist with QuestBridge, and then second, you get accepted to college, which is why I've been saying I've been accepted to QuestBridge because I haven't yet been accepted to a college. So to be a finalist, what happens? So if you get accepted and you become a finalist, then you have the option to rank their schools. So they have, I think, a bunch of partners. I'm not going to say a number because I'm not 100% sure how many they have. Might be 20, might be 40. It's not 100. It's not like a 
billion, but like it's more than like 10, if that helps you at all. Anyway, you know, Google it. I'm sorry. I don't know how many they have exactly. Anyway, so you can rank up to 12 of their partners. One through 12, one being the best, 12 being like another school you'd go into that you would go to, but it's just number 12. Like number one should be your top number one dream school, obviously. And of course, you don't have to match schools. So what happens? Let me go through the match process, right? So if you become a finalist and you have ranked schools, I believe everybody who sends in an application has the option to rank schools. And if you don't rank schools, you can go through QuestBridge regular decision, which I will kind of touch on that later. So you rank the 12 schools and what happens is all 12 schools will look at your application and then they will decide if they want you or not. And then if you match with one of the schools that actually accepts you, then you will get a full ride scholarship to this institution. So what happens with the whole match thing and the ranking thing? So let's say that you rank, I'm going to use like a small number because I, well, you know, you could, let's say you rank all 12 schools and your number one school doesn't accept you, but your number two school does, then you will go to that school, the second school that you have ranked, right? So they will match you with the highest school on your list that you have ranked. So all 12 will read your applications, but if you get into school number one, then you go to school number one. It's a binding agreement. There are a couple exceptions. I believe Stanford, MIT, and Princeton are the exceptions. They are non-binding. There might be another one that's non-binding, um, but I'm not 100% sure, but you can also find that on their website. So there's like three or four schools that are non-binding, but every other school is binding if you get in and you do have a full four-year scholarship to that school, and you, um, which is pretty rad, you know, because now you're going to college, woo, and a super awesome, great college, because all their partners are very cool, very rad, lots of great opportunities, as long as you find the fit for what you're looking for. So the thing is, with the match, you don't know if you got into any of the other schools. So if you get your first pick or your second pick, you don't know what happened to picks three through 12. Does that make sense? Like you don't know if they accepted you or if they denied you, who knows? And the colleges that you send your application to, they don't know what number that they're ranked. So like if number 12 was some college, they're not gonna look at your application and be like, oh, she ranked me 12, like they don't really want to go here. Like they don't know at all. It's basically just like if you sent in your application, like in your mind, like if you're going through the regular college application pro process, then you probably know like, oh, this school is my number one dream reach school or whatever. And then, oh, like I'm also applying here. You know, like that school doesn't know. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense or if that's just like a thing that happens, you know, but I feel like most people have just the school that they're totally amazed that they got admitted and that's like their number one dream place and it's like wow like they would literally be thriving so much if they went to this institution but also like they're willing to go to the other ones so what has been advised is like if you're not 100% sure you want to go to this school then maybe don't match it you know in case you do go in like you don't want to be stuck in a binding agreement with a school that you're not 100% sure that you're going to actually go to so I don't know if I should talk about like what I matched or the regular. Just, actually, I'll go over my match just to keep with the things of the matching. So kind of in the 
theme. So initially, when I was applying to QuestBridge, I was like, wow, this is great. I will rank all 12 schools. And I had a whole list of, oh, maybe if I can find the list, I will tell you all the schools that I was initially going to rank and like in what order. Because I just thought like, you know, like <laughs> they have to get me, I like I have to be accepted somewhere. So here's my list. I don't know if this is all 12, but I had Stanford, I had Princeton, Yale, UPenn, Bowdoin, Swarthmore, Amherst, Duke, Westland, Rice, and Pomona. Um, I think I made this ranking before I actually visited Pomona, so I had no idea that I was actually going to like it as much as I did. But I did, I added it to the list because I was like, woo. So yeah, so they have, I listed three Ivies, which is crazy, plus Stanford. Um, in the end, I ended up doing none of that. I only ranked two schools. I ranked Pomona, number one, because I am very gung-ho about Pomona and actually wanting to go there. Like, I love it so much, and it would be so awesome if I had gotten into Pomona. And then I ranked Stanford number two because for a really long time, Stanford was my first choice, and, like, I would love to go to Stanford, too. And I think Stanford also, because I know Pomona does, like, an admitted student's day. So if you get in, they have another opportunity, like the fly-in that I did, to visit Pomona again with all the people that had been admitted where they try again to be like, come to our school, you know. Um, I believe Stanford does something like they have like an admitted students. I think that's kind of a thing that's becoming popular with a lot of different colleges is that they um, are hosting admitted students days where they will like invite everybody that they accepted and be like, hey, final time. Like these are the people you might be going to school with. Like you can come hang out with them and see our campus and stuff like that. So the reason I only ranked two instead of a whole bunch like I was going to initially, those were kind of schools that I was just like, wow, like I really want to go. Like they have really awesome programs and what I want to do. I'm not 100% sure what I want to do at this point anymore. Like I thought I was very set on political science, but now I'm kind of leading perhaps more towards like psychology or sociology, but I'm also thinking about like cognitive sciences because I think like the mind is literally insane. And I think it's so cool. Same thing with like philosophy blows my mind like thinking about it. So I think it's so cool. And like the opportunity to just study so many things just seems like super crazy and amazing to me, right? So all of these schools that I had ranked are very good at like what I was interested in, whether it's like political science or psychology or sociology, like they were top at what they were, or they had like Bowdoin has like this three for three program where I could start getting my law degree at the same time as I'm finishing my undergrad. So I finished law school a lot faster, even though I emailed um, the guy who's in charge of it and he's like, nobody really does that program anymore and it's not really advised to do so because they find that students perform better in like law school after they finish their after they finish their undergrad um, schooling education or whatever you want to call it um, yeah so they're like they're just like some things about these schools and I was like wow like I would be honored to be accepted to any of these colleges and go to any of these colleges or universities you know but the thing that really got me was the whole binding aspect of it, you know, because I visited Pomona and I have visited Stanford before. And like Rice, of course, I visited there because I'm from Houston. I think um, 
So those are kind of like the big places that I've visited. But Bowdoin, like never been to Maine, you know, like at all. Yupin, never been to Pennsylvania. Like it was just places that I've never actually been, never encountered really any of their students or like the vibe of that school, you know. So I didn't want to be committed to a place I had yet to kind of visit or understand or really know any kind of alumni or anything, if, if that like if that thought process makes sense. And also, um, I like I just didn't want so many options in the end, right? So my my thought process was, A, I could get accepted to Pomona, which is where I want to go, like 100%. Like, I see no problem with going to Pomona. And, like, plus the addition of having that full-ride scholarship, I was like, wow, this is a great opportunity. And so then I ranked Stanford second because, same thing, I love Stanford. I think it would be great. If I got accepted, that would be absolutely insane. Absolutely bananas if I got accepted to Stanford. Like, I, that would blow my mind, you know. But also, I ended up ranking it because, as well, it is a non-binding school. So I could apply to Pomona regular decisions. So this is all considered early decisions. So my applications are due, like, the supplementals for these schools are due November 1st. That's also another thing to think about is if you're ranking all 12 schools or however many, you still have like supplemental essays that some of these schools may need um, for you to do. And make sure like also with these schools, you still need to turn in FAFSA and see like your CSS profile and transcripts and stuff. Like some people ask for, I think they're like called mid-year reports, but obviously those come later in, in the year. But you do need to, like Stanford has like eight supplemental like short answer questions and like three short essays and stuff that like I have to turn in addition to the application. So once you, the, the application that you use to become a national Questbridge finalist is the application that is sent to the schools. But in addition to that application, so that part is done, like the big essays and test scores and activities and clubs and stuff are done. I do believe you do have the option for the schools. At least I know for Pomona, and I think I looked at this Questbridge portal, I can still submit more test scores because I have t tested since turning in the finalist application. Um, but you will need to turn in supplemental. Not all the schools require it. Like for Pomona, there is no supplemental essays that I could find. I'm definitely like contacting them and like, hey, like let me just double check that my application is done and just sent to you guys for sure. Um, like on their portal, everything is checked off. Like it doesn't look like I need to submit anything else, but I definitely will make sure to contact everybody, make sure that's all straightened up. But for Stanford, I definitely have a bunch of short answers and supplementals and stuff that I'm working on before November 1st to make sure that they're perfected or whatever. So that's like another thing to keep in mind is that if you're ranking a bunch of schools, that some of them do require additional materials that you may have to do. Also, like, I think if you do like, art and stuff, like art portfolios, but I'm not an artist. So like, you probably know more about that stuff. Like if you are an artistic person, then you probably know about that more than I would. So my thought parts, right? So the reason I ranked only two schools, Pomona, because I would love to go there. Stanford, because I would also love to go there, but it's non-binding. So I do have the option to apply elsewhere, regular decision, which is where QuestBridge regular decision comes in. So instead of using the Common App or Coalition App or whatever applications you're using, or I guess the school-specific apps, I don't know, you can use the QuestBridge application, which is like a little bit more of like a dis 
distinction, not like a distinction, but like it's a separate application that is more streamlined to the type of people that QuestBridge accepts. And QuestBridge tends to accept kind of like low income or perhaps first gen students. Um, so it's a streamlined application to kind of highlight them better than the common app could or the coalition app could. So the opportunity to apply like QuestBridge regular decision, the essays might be slightly different, you know, of what you're turning into that school. So my thinking was I'll rank these two schools and then if I don't get into either Pomona or Stanford, I can apply again. Or if I do get into Stanford, crazy. But I do believe in like speaking things into existence. So like, yes, I will get into Pomona. Yes, I will get into Stanford, you know. Um, just kind of like those positive vibes. That is what I like thrive off of, you know. So I do like to think that I will get accepted through the match. And I will match with a college partner. But if I don't, I do have the option to apply regular regular decision to these other schools. And these other schools still have amazing financial aid. And they're all, all the schools that QuestBridge is partnered with are 100% need met. So that's kind of like another thing with them is that they will like help you. Like if you need money, that is a thing that they will do. So that's QuestBridge. And that's kind of where I am right now. They're super cool. If you become a finalist, you get to join like a Facebook group with all the other finalists. And we're all kind of like introducing ourselves, like asking each other questions about like which college portals and stuff have come and so it's pretty crazy so i'm i've applied to colleges early and by colleges i mean pomona because there's no supplementals for them and then stanford once there are supplements so it's kind of like if you know about like the college process early decision and early early action and early decision are a little bit different but not a lot of schools really offer early action which is like you apply early but it's non-binding but I know like some schools do something like weird that's like restrictive early action where you can only apply to one school early action and but I think it's still non-binding so like it's I don't know but then early decision is binding like you apply early and then you find out early like your results early and then like you're going to that school 100% so you can only do that to one school but with QuestBridge you can up you're basically applying early decision to all of the schools that you have chosen to rank and some people choose not to rank schools at all and if they get accepted they just do QuestBridge regular decision and they just apply to the college partners and then just make their decision based off of that just to see hey which school do I get into oh cool I'll go to this one you know uh which is still cool like live your truth and like follow your heart you know and so that's kind of where I'm going like I know people on like the Facebook page are like oh my goodness I ranked all 12 schools there's so many supplementals I know people who are like I only ranked one my number one school would just see how that goes and then people are like it ranges it varies you know some people just didn't rank at all they're just applying through QuestBridge regular decision where they still have to write supplemental essays and stuff you know so either way you're writing stuff in addition probably which is pretty cool but yeah so QuestBridge is a super awesome opportunity I would definitely recommend looking into it like the day the results came out I was so scared I was like what if I don't get in like what's gonna happen like am I gonna like even reading like people's profiles on the Facebook page is like wow some of these like everybody not some of them everybody on that page were like freaking awesome and I was like wow oh my elbow just popped they're all doing such cool things with their lives and they're all gonna go to like all these great schools you know um 
but like you know like you like my thing is like if you got admitted into some type of program it's because you deserve to be there you know so even if you look at somebody and you're like wow like their achievements are way super cool and awesome like what do I have compared to them like don't do that because like whatever program accepted you they saw something in you they saw something in that person that they felt like was worthy of being in their program so I think like try not to like I know it's hard obviously to be like no don't do it you know but like try not to I guess is like my best advice because I do believe that honestly like if you're admitted somewhere then you are definitely meant to go to that place so that's kind of where I am with the college application process right now I am writing my supplementals and then I will turn in my things my all my supplementals and fast fun CSS and to the schools, um, Pomona and Stanford first. I don't think I can, like, also submit. Re- well, I don't, like, I think maybe you could be that's a withdraw application. I'm not really sure if I can also apply to all, like, some of their other college partners as well. In the meantime, like, just in case I don't match, I can just have, like, the application done and worked on. Um, maybe I could have the applications finished and then just click submit. I find out on December 2nd, so my supplementals are due November 1st, and then I will get a college decision if I got into either Pomona, Stanford, or nowhere on December 2nd. So stay tuned for that episode, because it may be really exciting, or it may be really sad because I didn't get into a college early, but it's okay because I have another chance. Like, this isn't like a hit or, I'm not going to say hit or miss, I I just said it, but like, I can't say it. Um, <laughs> This isn't going to be like a one try, like, this is your shot, and if you don't get in during the match, then you just can't apply anywhere else type deal. Like, you can just keep trying, like, that's what I'm going to do. And I will get into a school because back to that speaking positive affirmations, I will go to a school where I belong. And that's kind of the positivity that I need and that I'm trying to wish onto everybody else. So I hope that maybe this was like helpful to you guys. And I hope that maybe you see QuestBridge as a viable option for doing anything that you actually want to do for the whole college application process. If you're a junior, like sophomore headed to junior, I'm not 100% sure look into their college prep scholars program which has like like you could do like special like camps and programs with some of their schools i know they offer um like scholarships so you can get like laptops and stuff i know yeah so the college prep scholars and it's basically kind of like college counseling for you to help you look at your essays and stuff like that so look into that if that's like a resource that you feel like would be helpful for you and then also look at um Questbridge National College Match because if you're a college prep scholar and you apply to Questbridge and you make it like awesome and then even like if you look at me I was not a college prep scholar but I still got into becoming a finalist so like either way like it doesn't close off options for you you know so I think it's always just worth a shot to go for it and like you know you miss 100% of the shots you don't make Wayne Gretzky Michael Scott (laughs) that's funny that's a thing from the office if you watch that, that makes me haha funny. Um, anyway, so that was super awesome. That's kind of my whole college application situation, right? Situation. <laughs> I think I thought that would sound cooler, like in my head, and then it really did not. That's my whole college application situation right now. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on, and we'll see how it goes, and I'll keep you guys updated, hopefully. And like, if you want more information on this, let me know, cause I kind of enjoy talking about this because it's so scary and fun and exciting at the same time you know 
Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. You can contact me at Podcast at gmail.com. Might be Pod. I'm not sure. I think my Twitter is at Pod. Either way, it'll be in the description bottom commenty part where I get to write things and you get to read the things. Um, yeah. Anyway, so this has been a grand old time. See you later. You guys have been such a great audience, even because I can't hear you guys respond. Ha ha ha. Um, you, this has been a grand old time. You're way super cool. I can't wait to talk to you guys later, you homies. What's up? Talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>